Good morning. Oh, you guys are awake. We're here this morning. This is good. My name is Damian Fayou. Uh, I'm one of the I'm, I'm the pastoral resident here at, at Trinity, and I want to say welcome. It's good to see y'all. Welcome. Uh, we have kids in the service, which we you know we always have kids in the service, but there's like more kids in the service. So uh, I just want to say welcome to the kids in the service. There's a kid near you. Just say welcome to them in the service. Welcome, welcome. I'm glad you're here. You're here. You're here on purpose. Um, we're, today we're going to talk about hosting. Somebody say host. host. I love it. This is why we're here. Hosting. It's, it's, it's what you do when you invite people over to your house, right? You might have them over for dinner or a weekend. Some people might be coming out of town and, and you get to host them. Kids, how are your parents when they're getting ready to host? How are they? Right? Like, are, are they stressed? Um, are, they telling, are they sending you to your room to do all the cleaning in your room that you haven't done in the last month? Right? Or the last year? Yes, 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 yes. Um, who, who, where, where are the people that love, love to host? Like, if, if you're here and you're like, I love hosting, raise your hand, make shout at me. That's fine, too. That's cool. So, okay, I, I love to see it. You love to host, love to have people over. Um, kids, is there any of you that love to have your friends over to your house? Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it, yes. So I, I think there's a lot of things that go into hosting, you know? Like, who, who here are, are the people that are, like, getting their, uh, I mean, we, we talked about cleaning, but, like, who's, like, really stressed about cleaning? Like, who's the person that's, like, leading the way? If, it, if that's you, if, if you're leading the way and you're cleaning, okay, I see you, bless you, you know? I think for our kids sometimes it could be like, let's get the, let's get the toys ready or, or, or the games that we want to play, right? Make sure that we have all the pieces to Monopoly because we flipped over the board last time, right? And you want to make sure that you are ready for your guests. For me, when I think of host, hosting, I think of two things, prepping and providing, right? It, the first thing is like prepping my house. I need to make sure that the house is ready. I need to make sure that there's a seat at the table for them. I need to make sure that their bed is, is ready. I'm, I'm, I'm providing. I'm providing food for them if they, if they came to eat a meal or anything else they might need for their stay. Prepping and providing. And we, I, I think we get the gist of what um, it feels like to host. But does anybody, anybody ever notice just like the beauty that happens? Right, in the hosting. I mean, I know it's crazy, right? Like, I know it might be a little bit more stressful to clean the house and get everything ready, but th there is some beauty in, in the hosting. I, I know, um, I know in, for me, like, my mom, she would break out the cooking skills, you know? Like, she would always cook good, but when somebody's coming over, you know, she was gonna bring out the penil. You know, she was gonna bring out some, like, really good, some real good food, right, for everybody to go ahead and, and, and try. And so I would look forward to that. And maybe for you guys, you're like, I don't know about cooking, but if all of our hair is done when they get here, that's a win. You know? And I got a lot of hair, so there's like, you know, it's work. I get it. Or maybe some of you guys are just reminded of how funny each other are, right? When, when people come over and you're sitting at the table and you guys are having conversations and you're like, man, you're funny. Like, I know like I was like annoyed at you a little early, but you're funny. Like, you're really funny. And there are things that just begin to be drawn out of us when we get to host. And, and I think being able to see like family and, and friends in a space like this begins to just like affirm some right and true and good things about our ability to care for each other, right? 
And, and I think that we, we have experienced this um, in, in, in a lot of different ways, but even when we get to see some of our kids, like, go out of their way for somebody at the table, right, pick up the dish, right? There's no selfish gain in it, and you just look at them, and you're like, you are an angel. You are. I see it. I just, I'm full right now. And th there are some things to witness. There's some beauty to witness. Now, I do want to acknowledge there are people here that would rather go spend $200 at the hotel and stay by themselves than hold somebody at their house. And if that's you, that's okay. I want to welcome you to church this morning. That's all right. <laughs> I get it. I get that hosting can be a lot. And it, it, it actually is a lot, not just for you, but even for those that love hosting. How many of us know that even though we might love hosting, we can get uh, caught up all, all, all in it? right, kind of miss our guests, right, be, be too busy-minded, be try, try, trying to get our kids to act correctly, right, and not embarrass us, make sure our house isn't embarrassing. That's why we do so much work on it before people enter it and live uh, with it just like that when people aren't home, you know. There is a lot in hosting. And I think uh, Jesus has some things to teach us today when it comes to hosting. We're going to be in Luke 10, uh, verses 1 through 11. The, the, yes, we're going to be there, verses 1 through 11. Here we go. After this, the Lord appointed 70 others and sent them on ahead of him in pairs to every town and place where he himself intended to go. He said to them, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, ask the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Go on your way. See, I'm sending you out like lambs into the midst of wolves. Carry no purse, no bag, no sandals, and greet no one on the road. And whatever house you enter, first say peace to this house. And if anyone is there who shares in peace, your peace will rest on that person. But if not, it will return to you. Remain in the same house, eating and drinking whatever they provide, for the laborer deserves to be paid. Do not move about from house to house. Whenever you enter a town and its people welcome you, eat what is set before you. Cure the sick who are there and say to them, the kingdom of God has come near to you. But whenever you enter a town and they do not welcome you, go into the, its streets and say, even the dust of your town that clings to our feet, we wipe off and protest against you. Yet know this, the kingdom of God has come near. This is the word of the Lord. Amen. Jesus, I pray that you might be here. Holy Spirit, teach us. We need, and you're a good provider. Would you provide what we need this morning? It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. There are a lot of things this, uh, this text covers, and I just want to put a disclaimer out there. I'm not going to cover it all, but I'm going to talk about one thing. One, I'm going to focus in. And that one thing this morning that we're going to talk about is posture. Somebody say posture. posture. If my mom was here, she'd probably be talking to me about my posture. Sit up straight. Get, to, get your shoulders back. I have a tendency to have bad posture. And how many of us know posture is important, right? I used to, I used to lift weights too. And, and well, my dad would always tell me, like, if you, mess, if you mess up the posture, you can mess up the whole thing. 
And Jesus is sending out the 72 to go into all the places he's about to go and to, to declare the kingdom of God is near because the harvest is so plentiful. And Jesus makes sure to talk to them about their posture, how they might go. You know, there's a saying that says it's not just about what you say, but how you say it, right? Like, you know, when you get a text and you read that text and it says, we need to talk. And you're like, is this like a, we need to talk? Or is this like a, oh, we need to talk, right? And you're trying to do that thing where you're discerning the voice. You're like, they sound like this. They sound like that, right? Yeah, they sound like this. And you, and you just don't know because how you say it is just as important as what you're saying. I mean, kids, how many of you know that your, your, your parents, maybe it happened this week, maybe it happened this morning. They were like, hey, are you ready to go to church? And in your mind, you said, yeah, I'm ready. But your parents heard, yes, I'm ready. And all of a sudden, you're like, but I thought I said the right thing. It's not just about what you say, but it's also about how you say it. And I think Jesus is trying to teach us something. He's trying to emphasize something for his disciples. He's teaching them. And he's inviting his disciples to bring the kingdom of God forward, not as the host, but as the hosted, vulnerable, and open to receive. He says, it's vulnerable because he tells them, he says, don't travel with, with, with a purse or, or with money or a bag or sandals. Actually, I want you to go and need. Like, did you know? Like, how many of us feel like it's not okay for us to need? I, I remember when I, I remember the first time I, I stepped on, I used to work for Apple for, for a bit, and I, I, I stepped on the store, and they're amazing. They, they tell you, like, all, in all the training, they're like, hey, ask for help. We know you need help. Like, you just started working here. We know you don't know what you're doing. So please, come ask us before you mess things up. That's like their policy, which is kind of great. You're like, oh, cool, I can ask. But even though they said that, I remember being at work, being in front of a customer and thinking to myself, I don't know what I'm doing, and I'm going to fake it. Because it's so hard to ask for help. Isn't that right? And Jesus is actually inviting his disciples to go without, knowing that they are going to need. And then he says, not only do I want you to go needing, but then I want you to go open enough to receive. Not only do I want you to need, because, you know, we all need. But I want you to go open enough to receive, to eat the food that's placed in front of you, to sleep in the bed that's set for you, to be in the house of that stranger, and to not leave, he says, to stay there. And I think this is fascinating because I, I, I don't know about you, but my instinct, my natural instinct is to think that Jesus is, is calling me to host the world, to bring the kingdom, to be in power and in control. But Jesus is inviting me to, to do something else, to be the hosted, to be vulnerable and open. I think about Jesus' posture. Kids, we know this, right? It says, the, the, the passage in the Bible says that Jesus knocks on the door to your heart. 
And does he bust it down? Does Jesus kick down your doors? No. Does Jesus say, you better open that door? No. Jesus knocks and he waits for you to open the door because he wants to come sit at your table. Jesus' posture is one to be hosted, and yet we know that he has so much to offer us and to give us. But his posture is not one of control and even self-sufficiency. I think about Jesus in these stories. Does Jesus need anything? I mean, in my mind, I'm like, what does Jesus need? But he goes to these people's houses and eats with them, their food. He goes and sits with these people that everybody has a problem that he's sitting with them. This is the teacher. He's supposed to have all the answers. How many of you feel like you're, you're supposed to have the questions and the answers? Right? How many of us might feel like we always need to be ready to provide, not only for ourselves, but for most of the people around us? I think this can get, to, get into not only how we treat people, but the posture we might have in the, whole, in the world that we travel through. So I want to say this to you. You do not need to be the host everywhere you are. Jesus is actually inviting you away from being the host and away from a tendency to be self-sufficient, to provide everything for yourself, and away from control. See, these things, this self-sufficiency and this control is what gets in the way of our hosting. Isn't that right? It's subtle. It's well-intended. And yet it gets in the way. Jesus is inviting us to be the hosted and to bring the kingdom of God forward as the hosted. See, I believe that if we were to live a life that, that was able to walk in this vulnerability and to be open to receiving this gift we can offer to the world of our needs being on display and being open to receive from people that are that are strangers to us. I think then we'll be able to witness the beauty. The beauty uh, that's in that space, the beauty, the peace that comes with that, the kingdom that we're able to witness in that that Jesus is ta talking to his disciples about. I think in, in, in a lot of ways, our kids have this down. I think in a lot of ways we can learn from our kids. You know, our kids learned something pretty early on. I mean, we all learned it too, because we were there once. You know, hold me, pick me up, and then what would happen? You picked them up, right? Like all of a sudden, like one day they just learned. They, they maybe not, don't even know all the words to say what they need, but they know they can do this. And all they have to do is this, and all of a sudden we know what they need, don't we? The thing about this is that this posture is unashamed. This posture is without hindrance. Kid, see, I, I think this, the thing that we can learn from our kids is that they're easy to say, like, hey, this is what I need. Until at some point we get afraid to ask. But I wonder if we could learn even from our children 
the willingness to be vulnerable and open. Because if you've ever picked up a child, not only are you providing peace for them, but tell me not if you're not receiving peace in that moment as well. There is, there is something in the communion, in the relationship that happens when we don't bring the kingdom of God in our power or in our control, but we bring it as the hosted, willing to be met, our needs to be met, while meeting the needs of others as well. I have a friend, a really good friend of mine. And, and I, yeah, we're, we're great friends. And she would come, and she would, for the past couple of years, she's come and, and sat uh, at our house and had conversations. And for the, last, um, for the last little bit, you know, she's probably viewed our time. She's told me she's viewed our time as a space in which she would come to receive. You know, she would bring her questions, she, her wonderings, the things that she's going through. And, and we would sit down, we'd have conversations. And, and time after time, she would tell me, she's like, man, I'm just receiving so much from this. I hope you know, like, I really appreciate it. I'm like, yo, we're friends. This is, this is just what happens. But then there was this moment a couple weeks ago where I'm sitting with her and I'm listening to her talk to me about her faith. And I just felt invited by Jesus. Not to be the host, but to be the hosted. To open myself up in that moment, to actually receive from her. To not view myself as the one with the questions and the answers. But I felt my vulnerabilities invited to the forefront of our time together. And I was able to receive from her. She provided for me. In, in, in the way that she spoke and talked about her faith. And I remember feeling such an invitation from Jesus. Is this what it means to be the host? To be the hosted? To bring our vulnerabilities forward? To be open? My friends, if we would allow ourselves for our posture to be considered, for our vulnerabilities to be put on the split, be put on display, and for us to move into the world relinquishing control and power and self-sufficiency, to be able to witness the beauty of what might happen if we learned how to allow ourselves to be hosted in more spaces. I have two questions here, kind of two ways to hit at the same thing. The first question is this. Consider your posture. In what spaces are you vulnerable and open to receive? In what spaces are you vulnerable and open to receive? Another way of asking that question. Is there a place in your life Jesus is inviting you to consider your posture, to move from host to hosted? To move from host to hosted. And kids, I don't have this question up there for, me, for, uh, for you, but listen to me. Where do you feel free? Kids, where do you feel free to ask for what you need? Where do you feel free to ask for what you need? And the last question for you kids, and adults can answer this too. The question is, what do you need? What do you need? I believe Jesus wants to meet us right there. God, 
would you, uh, would you continue to stir our hearts? Would you continue to show us a new way? God, would you allow us to be courageous enough to put our vulnerabilities on display, to trust you in the process of our posture, to be open to receive from others, even prepare our hearts to be hosted at this communion table. God, you're such a good provider. Lord, teach us how to bring your kingdom forward as the hosted. It's in your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. If you're able, if you'd please stand. Thank you so much, Damien.